How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Younger, I was into video games, trying to whatever, it didn't matter the name. Thousands of my dollars have been poured into all types of games, trying to get the high score. But now I think I have a favorite, it's me against the Nape, he's out my girl, I've got to save her. Oh no, I feel an attack coming on. Yo, ready, Roxy, I want to play a game of Donkey Kong. I have, I would feel the urge and I'd go start raving mad, breaking to the arcade, screaming and hollering, anticipating putting $25 in any machine who was out of control, I didn't need quarters, I brought $10 bank rolls, bags of quarters, I was insane, people thought that I worked there and asked me for change, but I would get defensive and yell, leave me alone, these are my quarters, stupid, go get your own, dude walked away with just look in his eyes like, Oh man, I wonder what's wrong with that guy I was addicted, a video burnout And I would go crazy when the guy would have to turn out The lights at midnight I fall on my knees and say Have a heart power, one more game, please Some nights I might sleep on the subway Or outside of the arcade till it opened up the next day And when it opened at a quarter to ten It was the same old thing all over again I was doing bad, my future was bleak I'd rather play games than eat or sleep Until one day, this guy came along He didn't have a radio, but he was playing And there's no in between me and you, only me and you. Who else gonna put it on you like the road? And God only looks after children and fools. And you're not, so who's gonna look after you? Rule, baby. True, baby. It's only for you, baby. Be the stars only divide inside. Cause I love the way you touch me. Nobody can get it. And if it's coming a gunning, just consider it spitted. 
Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And today's guests are sh- a, a, a husband and wife team. We've yes. only had one other husband and wife team on yes. the show. Yes. And of course, like all husband and wives, they have a podcast. Yes, they do. That's the way it works. Um, and it is Scarfinger and Sherry from Scarcasm Live. And uh, you can follow them on Twitter. They're at Scarfinger and at Sherry's Joy. Uh, say what's up to everybody, Scarfinger. And then after that, Sherry, hey, you say what's up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Scarfinger, Scarcasm Live, um, the, the real lord himself, uh, a.k.a. Real Talk. I mean, it just, I, I have a lot of different names, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I won't, before, before we move on, okay, every time I listen to the podcast, whenever y'all do your intro, I always say, and Karen, I'll, I always say that loud. Like, does that make, <laughs> does, does that make me gay? <laughs> no, it does. Apparently, a lot of people do. I think I feel like I have to say that out loud whenever I hear. It. I don't know why. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> and Sherry, what? What say you? Say what's up to everybody, please. What up, everybody? This is Sherry's Joy, aka Miss Finger, aka Miss Sailor Mouth. What's going on? Now, um, you guys have basically like a podcast, like collective almost, right? There's, there's. Scarfinger, there's Scarcasm Live, right? And then there's Sherry's Casual Conversation, and then there's like Pink and Blue. Like, what is going on with y'all's podcast? I I, I just updated through iTunes, so I get it all, but like, what is that? You explain the, the makeup of the show, sweetie. Okay. Originally, what happened was I started a podcast, and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I'm, I was, I'm deep in the, the video game community, but the video game community kind of pisses me off every now and then, and I just didn't want to be labeled as just a video gamer. So we, you know, we do a lot of different stuff. Uh, Sherry kind of came on later after the fact, but the original show was just a show. It was supposed to be video game related, and then it just kind of branched off. Stuff started happening, and I started doing top three shows a lot. Then I just started doing random video game shows. Uh, then um, when Sherry came on, you know, she wanted her own show. So instead of having different feeds, it was like, okay, let's just develop a roster of the different shows that we have. And they, you know, this one feed, it has just different stuff up there. And it's just stuff for everybody. I mean, what, what the, what top three shows, uh, casual conversation, like you said, um, pink side, blue side is the show with just her and I. Um, we might do a off the shelf, which we'll talk about a book or a comic book that we're reading. Um, you know, just all all kinds of different stuff, and it was just it 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 kind of like grew into that. Like when when we came we started coming up with different ideas, and we just didn't want every show to be the same. The way that you guys, you know, y'all do y'all shows, you know, you do your normal show, and then you do a feedback show just for something different. I mean, it's right, just kind of works. Yeah, out definitely, man. We definitely got to mix it up, man. That's one of the beauties of having your own podcast or whatever you can do what the fuck you want man um now sherry you host casual conversation i do um now how did that come about and like how did you decide like i want my own shit get away from me (laughs) scarfinger well what happened was um when we first started i think maybe like last february i played heavy rain 
And we did a heavy rain show to where we broke down like scene by scene, and it was I don't remember how many episodes it was. It might have been four or five. It was four, and there it was four episodes there around an hour and a half a piece. Yeah, and I really had fun with doing that. And then I was on Scar's Top Three show, and after that, I was like, well. I got more stuff I want to say. Come on, what else can I do? What else can we talk about? And then um, one of our people, um, or one of our minions or whatever, through Scarcasm Live, Jaybird360, he had a lot that he wanted to say, but not necessarily about games. So we just kind of got together last summer, and we did a show, um, like a trial show, on his um, vacation. He went on vacation, and we just sat and talked about vacation. We got a lot of positive feedback on that, so then we just decided, yo, Let's just do a show and let's just wing it. No topics. We're not going to talk about anything. We're not going to go over a list or nothing like that. Let's just pick up the phone, have a conversation, and record it. And that's how it now, got started. Well, that's, that sounds cool, man. Uh, now, originally, I was just going to have Scarfing on by himself. But then I saw on Twitter, uh, you guys put a lot out there. You guys were, were not getting along, man. Is everything all right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right now, but we had what happened was I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. We oh, had like like we always do, but y'all don't get to hear this do it with the outtakes and stuff like that. But we got into a serious argument while recording Pink Side Blue Side. Um, I did I did mention a little bit of it um while we were recording, but we were talking about District Nine, and then we got into an argument, and it was on some fuck you type shit. And so she uh got off the mic, and the show got left there. And as you know, I was pissed off that I just got left and the show couldn't get finished. So I just said, fuck it. And I did, I, you know, I just didn't say a word to her. If it ain't had nothing to do with the kid, I didn't say shit. I just woke up, went in my own room and bother, you know, play games and just didn't say shit. And that just happened for a few days. Wow. Over District 9. Now, Sherry, what was going through your mind? First of all, what, what was it about District 9? And then secondly, Sherry, what were you thinking when he would talk to you? <laughs> Um, what about District 9? If anyone hasn't seen it, it's, you know, aliens versus humans. If anybody knows me, everybody knows that I am terrified of aliens. So when I'm watching this movie, I'm looking at it as aliens versus humans. Apparently, there was a racial undertone that I just did not get. And so while we were recording, Scar here was like talking about, you know, well, you didn't get the racial undertone and. You know, and then I was like, no. And then I got pissed off because it was like, why does it have to be about race? Why can't it be about humans versus aliens like it was? Like, why does there have to be something hidden? So so then did you think it was like when he wasn't talking, were you just like, it's just a fucking movie? Or were you just like, no, I, it's humans versus aliens, nigga. I'm not giving this up. <laughs> um, Kind of, but also it was like, I felt he was, I felt that he was making me I was like okay he uses a lot of big words and one of the words that yes, he used does. yeah one of the words that he used I, I got a degree ain't I supposed to use it <laughs> anyway <laughs> I didn't know what the word meant okay so I had to look it up on my iPod dictionary and I'm like reading it and reading the definition on the show and I'm getting even more pissed off because it was just like a word and then so he's talking to me and I'm thinking that he's talking to me like I'm stupid she, she and felt like I was talking down to her yeah and she reacted accordingly right and then I mean I was fine with it whatever that the next day until I heard him on um Xbox 
talking to whoever. He was like, no, I ain't talked to her all day. I'm waiting for something. So it was like, okay, so you're telling people you're waiting basically for me to apologize. Fuck that. I'm not apologizing for shit. So. Ah, okay. It was more like that. I was trying to see how far, how long it would go before we started talking again. we, We argue often. Like, it's, that's. That, yeah. The only the only reason why I wanted an apology for that one be, is because it was her misunderstanding, and this time usually if we have an argument on pink side blue side we stop the tape, and mm-hmm. I just and you know I just wasn't thinking because I'm trying to figure out how to explain apartheid to someone who doesn't understand what apartheid is, so right. I, the, the thought of ter- stopping the recording didn't come across to me and i think that further enraged her because she was like yo we're arguing and like we said last time if you we were gonna cut the tape but (laughs) the tape the tape really served as my um as 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 the backup for what i was saying to me this is to me um it served as the backup for what i was saying because she kept saying that she asked me a question and i didn't answer it and the, the word was in the she asked me a question and I answered it with a word she didn't understand but she said oh is it this thing well I said well it's really that thing but yes it's similar to the other thing that you asked me and she completely ignored that and that's why she got pissed off so so because you were using your acumen to you know basically excogicate the whole situation she she wasn't cool with that she, she was Uvulent. Oh wait, no, Uvulent is zestful and enthusiastic. Hold on, I'm looking at these big <laughs> words online. I was trying. I was trying not. I really. I was trying my hardest not to try to make it seem like I was talking down to her. And well, you gotta be that way anyway, and that put me that 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 put me in a position to where I'm sitting there and I didn't even know she. I mean, until the um until Skype stopped. I mean, the, until the recording stopped, I had no idea that she was done. I figured it was just like I figured it was just like normal. We have an argument, we take a breather, and we finish recording. It happens all the time while recording Pink Side Blue Side. I'm not I'm not kidding them. <laughs> yeah, oh. like every well, you know, sometimes you gotta be uh, parsimonious with your penultimate final you know words and shit. Um, anyway, uh, not to talk down to y'all guys. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just glad that I can take all the credit for getting y'all back together this time and making sure that, you know, y'all able to stay a family, man, because that's what we're about at the Black Guy Tips, you yes. know? I was a little worried that y'all weren't gonna make it, so I said, if I make them show up together, then at least another week and a half, it'll be on me, you know? But, <laughs> no promises after this. I did the petition, and after I did the petition, and then I, I we we had to come to an agreement after that. But after the after I had to go to the petition though. What petition? It's <laughs> it's an inside joke with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just know that y'all you can never ever be on this show. Either one of y'all will never ever be able to be on this show alone. So if Scarfinger comes, Sherry has to come, and vice versa. So y'all, y'all gonna have to make it. I don't know what to tell you. If y'all ever want to come back? Y'all gotta keep it up, man. It's tough. I hate to put y'all in that position. We, you know, we've been together for so long. You know, this this was this was easy. Okay. <laughs> after, now, after fifteen years, yeah. Now, Sherry, I heard you say on your show that you don't have a sense of humor, but I've heard you laughing today in this episode. I've heard you laugh a couple times. No, I don't have a sense of humor like as far as watching a sitcom or a comedy or something like that. Oh, okay. You know, I, I, I really, I just, I mean, I do, 
but I guess it's not like normal people. I don't know. Like I find my own stuff funny. I don't know. Well, I I'm not gonna lie, guys. I listened to like five episodes of y'all's podcast before I realized that y'all were married. Because <laughs> I was like, because sometimes uh, y'all will say my wife or my husband. Wow, Scarfinger or Sherry is on the line. Oh, like the third person? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like that like, nigga's around the corner somewhere? Like, be like, I woke up, I was talking to my wife, and I told her such and such, and then Sherry would talk about something else, and I'd be like, oh, I wonder, are they married or not? <laughs> the weirdest part is, uh, in our normal lives, we don't refer to each other by name at all. Not at all. I was. I only refer to each other as what, wife and husband, or no? Nope. Oh, it's like it's, I'm it's, dude. Yes, yeah, yeah. What's up, dude? Like, yo, it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I want to get her attention, I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's that type of. <laughs> like, is is that serious? To whereas, like, if I'm in trouble, it's my name. Like, you know how you yell at your, you yell at like a kid or something like that, and you say their whole name or whatever. It's if I if I'm in the house or anywhere and I hear Sherry, I'm like, oh God, what did I do? Because <laughs> that's just not my name. My name is Yo or Dude or whatever. <laughs> well, that's kind of how Karen gets around the house sometimes. She'd be like, "What's up, son?" I'm like, "Who are you talking to like that?" This <laughs> is a, a marriage. <laughs> I have a name, damn it. Um, all right, man. So let's get into some random thoughts, man. I just wanted to kick it with y'all about the podcast and make sure y'all stay together and that y'all know you can never come back on here if y'all break up so it's, it's, it's till death do us part so that yeah. means that in order to get out of this I'll have to kill her and that means uh, other shit happen, happens and it's more stuff that my lazy ass wants to deal with so I'm just I'm, I'm okay with things the way they are <laughs> well, I think we just beat the record for the longest introduction ever uh, the official weapon of the show is Karen. We believe in Taser, which I think Scott Finger needs because I don't want you to try to kill her. Yo, just yeah. Taser. For real, speaking of Taser, I, I, the Derail Lord Champ is here. Um, there's this um, thing that I can get from this catalog, and it is like, um, it's like a, 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 a stun gun, but in brass knuckles. I've seen that. I've seen that before. I need to see that shit. Oh, I need to see a demonstration now. I might have to YouTube that when we get off, uh, so I can make sure you know That's it works. Cause I like that idea. Except I don't want to get too close to tase him. Like I would rather tase your ass from a distance. Yes, sir. But at the same time, the visceral, but I'm just contact of a punch to your motherfucking face when I just right. oh electrocute your brain stem. I'm from bad news. I want to hurt somebody. Like I want to punch oh. you in the face. I'm from bad news, son. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, I want it. Oh man, that would be awesome. Um, and of course, the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And you can find this podcast by searching on iTunes, Facebook, or Podomatic. Just search for the Black Guy Who Tips. Our show will come up. You know, of course, you can email the show, the Black Guy Who Tips at gmail.com. You can call the show, leave us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. We respond to those calls on Saturday when we do our feedback episodes, like Scar mentioned earlier. And, um, of course, we're also on Twitter. I'm yeah. at Ryder Miss Prime. I'm say that again, that S and D A T. Alright, man. So let's do some random shit, you know. Yes, uh, sir. I've been watching basketball wives. And of course, wives in quotation. Mm-hmm. Cause none of them bitches are married. No, they're not. Um I was watching basketball wives and they go um in restaurants all the time. And I've noticed when they go in these restaurants, 
it always ends in a fucking argument. Like I've never, they have never just eaten a meal and left ever. No. Never, I've never seen them just get like you do not get to check if you go out with the basketball wives. I wonder if now, since they like uh, a few seasons in, I wonder if now, whenever they say they come in, the people out, like, mm, you you are not allowed <laughs> in this restaurant. Like basketball season, wife is banned. Like season four being Denny's and like aha <laughs> yes. <and> shit, PF <laughs> chains. Yeah, they met us at McDonald's. But um, here's the question I have, man. Like if. And, you know, obviously y'all are women, but, you know, you answer this anyway. If a reality show person took an interest in you and they said, hey, I want to go out on a date. Would you go out on a date with them? And let's start with Sherry first. Sherry, would you do it? Would I go out on a date with a, on a, like a reality show? Yeah, like a reality show. And I don't mean like a dating reality show, but just like, uh, say, the cast of the real world or something. And one of the guys likes you and he says... Hey, why don't we kick it? Would you go out on a date with them? Um, probably. <laughs> I mean, because only because of the type of a per- the type of personality that I have, like attention doesn't bother me. I don't mind being on the spot. So, if I wasn't married and I was available, I would go. Why not? What about you, Scar? Hell no. I mean, <laughs> yo, if you if if you going out with somebody on a reality show, then that really means that. In most cases, they need something to make that show enter. Oh, you broke up a little bit, man. Hold on, I can't hear you. Scar, you oh, still talking? Yes. Okay, there you go. go no, ahead. it's just it just if if I go out on on a date with somebody that's on a reality show, they have to have something in that show that makes it interesting. And then I'm gonna be the dude that's not in on the joke, and then I'm gonna get shit thrown at me, and then and then I have to cook, I have to keep my cool because there's cameras and shit. Like no, nah, I'm, I'm I'd rather just avoid the whole situation. I could not agree more. Karen, what about you? Uh, hell no, because every time I think about eating dinner on a reality show, I always think about cheetahs. I always think I'll be sitting there enjoying my meal, and Jerry is gonna roll up the damn camera and be like, "Bitch, we tricked you. Here's what's going on." I couldn't take it. No, <laughs> I don't want to do it either, and it's because I was watching Basketball Wise, and like, there's a script, or you know, there's something in place where she's going on this date. And she clearly has to make this dude be an asshole. So even though I didn't find his behavior outrageous, like it just looked like they didn't have any chemistry, she was trying to make it so bad. Like she went to the bathroom, called her friend, call me back, girl, act like it's an emergency. She so did, did she? Yeah, and I, you watched that too, right, Karen? Yeah. Did you think that guy was like that fucking bad? Like, oh, I need to go home. No, I think that, and it's not for a lot of them, but most people that do that, they are drama people. Like, right, of course, any, all of them. Any, anything that happens. It's the biggest thing ever, no matter how small it is. I have to over-respond to everything you say, everything you do, anything that happens. And that's the results. When in reality, if those cameras hadn't been there, she'd have probably had a regular dinner with him and took her ass home. Yeah, I really did get the feeling that the producers or somebody said, listen, the plot to this episode is you looking for a man. Yep. The first dude you go out with is whack. You're not going to like him. Second dude you go out with is a white dude, and you're going to love him. And that's gonna be a big deal. And and I really feel like they just faked the shit. Like it was not that much difference. But yeah, it's like cattle. Move them in, move them out. <laughs> and also, and also with with me personally, I'm a Virgo, so I can't stand when people act up in public. Like there is yeah. no, there's one of my 
biggest pet peeves. Like if we out in public, you know what I mean? Just just let's do what we got to do so we can just go home and just, you know what I mean? Like my daughter acted up like we took her to we took her to a um a little zoo, a little petting zoo. Oh. And acted like a straight fool around the white folks and it just embarrassed me had white folks looking at me sideways so <laughs> I, I got her in that car and i wore her little ass out and i swore that i was never taking that little chick nowhere else ever again <laughs> see i'm the same way i don't like being embarrassed in public and i always feel like hey why can't we do this in private but it was just really weird because i felt for the brother and i i normally don't feel bad for anyone that goes on reality tv but i felt for that dude because i it made me wonder like did he know these cameras were gonna be here because he was acting real shy around those cameras no. um the other question i have is if i had a fucking restaurant like don't you need a film permit to do that don't you have to schedule a time so like if you call me and you say so one of the basketball wives would like to eat at your restaurant maybe during off hours maybe after the restaurant closes yes y'all have a private setting like like <laughs> I would have a private setting and I would be sure I pay you know y'all pay for people to be in here not our regular customers right. y'all not running our business at the damn door splashing drinks on each other fighting with the bartender and busting glasses but think, about the, think about the other side of it like you one of those people show up with the cameras at your restaurant now your regular people are all of a sudden interested that that shit could happen at any time so they come more often so it ha- is that <laughs> is that a good not, advertisement to have ratchet motherfuckers come to your club between it's a difference between regular ratchet motherfuckers and motherfuckers that have cameras <laughs> Because well, it takes a lot of people to film that shit. You gotta have cameras, you gotta have lights, you gotta have sound people. So it's not just like the regular ratchet motherfuckers. Is the you know? Oh, you talking about other like reality shows and shit? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Oh, like okay. if 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 someone is if I own a restaurant and you're saying okay, one of these people from a reality show want to eat in your restaurant, you have to know that something might pop off. But also. It may intrigue people. It may not turn people away. I mean, people love reality shows. I I personally hate them, but people love reality shows. Like if 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 you saw, you know, you watch a lot of reality TV. If you saw one of these people eating at your favorite restaurant, the idea that that shit might happen again would be like, yo, oh. we really should go back to that restaurant because we might see Nene and them over there. You know. <laughs> I, I don't think I would go because I uh, like I watch reality TV, but I hate and despise all those motherfuckers. I only do it <laughs> so I can pass judgment on them and feel better about myself and my own life. Yeah, my, my thing is that I don't know. Maybe I'm looking from a different perspective. You can't be scaring these white people. If I, I'm sorry. If I spend $150 <laughs> on the damn plate, I don't want Shanae and them coming in there flashing fucking drinks on each other. I want to enjoy my thousand dollar meal in peace. But it could you be the that- same thing. It could be the same thing that Rod is saying that he is that that those white folks that are sitting at that restaurant see that shit going down and they're using it as being able to judge people and they eating they they eating they lobster and shrimp like mm-hmm, I told you about them niggas like no <laughs> no I, no, I completely understand that but you have to realize that a lot of these restaurants they go to have older white people that don't even know how to use the fucking internet so you know they don't know who these reality show people are all they know is you got these baboons 
and butt scratchers in here acting the food in a restaurant, running their money away. You know, so that's why I was, and, and maybe because I'm thinking the restaurants they go to are more upscale. Maybe if they went to a McDonald's or Wendy's, you know, a buffet, Chinese buffet, I could see you walking in there <laughs> and all of a sudden you got 500 people. But, you know, I, I pay good money to keep them motherfuckers out of my food so I can eat my food in peace. And I'm going to tell you another thing. We went to a restaurant and with, with um, Will, and we had a blast. We, I, we weren't even that bad. We were just laughing and joking and having a good time. And people literally stopped eating their food and act like we interrupted their meal and their day because we just happened to bust out laughing. So if they're that insecure about just laughing, imagine if I'd have stood up, stood up and caught Roger the motherfucking splash some drinks on. We'd have had some problems. But, it's, but, it, but the difference is, is if you showed up with cameras and lights, it's a different situation, though. Let me make a compromise. Okay. Here's what I suggest. <laughs> you close the fucking restaurant down. Okay, you close it down, but... You, you you have tickets and you sell them to people who would be interested in seeing some ratchetness. That way, your restaurant gets a reputation of, hey, you will not just randomly come in here on a Tuesday and get you know water thrown on you from across the table. But if you are into that shit, you can come in here on Saturday night and see the basketball. Wives. Now that now now I agree now now I think I, I, I think we can compromise on that because. You have the ratchet girls with the ratchet people mm-hmm. all doing their ratchetness together, so people know what to expect. <laughs> and you might mess around and have a good Jerry Springer crowd. <laughs> but then you got a great episode. I agree, Rob. I agree. I agree with that because if you, if you set the expectation, yeah, by, by selling the tickets, you're setting the expectation. Look, some shit might pop off. Yeah. It's like a concert. <laughs> And it won't be like Lauren Hill. These bitches ain't gonna be late. They might be late to everything else in their life, but they ain't gonna be late well, to this recording. It's like uh, Gallagher. You sign a waiver, you know, if you get some watermelon thrown on you by these fucking ratchet chicks, then you understand, like, that was part of the deal. That's what you paid for. That's cool. Now, I agree, because my thing is that I don't want people to be surprised. That's the right. problem I have. All right, I got another random thought. Do y'all think Chris Hansen have kids? And if he does, <laughs> do these motherfuckers ever go on dates? Like, who goes to Chris Hansen's house to take his daughter out? Like, that's got to be the scariest shit in the world when, you know, have a oh. seat over there pops out of behind, from behind the, the cabinet. <laughs> like, I know y'all have... The stove. <laughs> I know y'all have a daughter, man. When, when she get, starts getting on dating age, Scar, you gonna pull the uh, you gonna pull the Chris Hansen on the little boys yeah, or what? Gonna no. have to, yeah. He wants our daughter to be gay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, if she's not, if she's not, if she's not, I'll put it to you like this. I've never actually said this. I wanted to say something a couple of times listening to the show, but I'm gonna put it to you like this. I own quite a few swords. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't drink alcohol at all, but I own quite a few swords, including a uh, a full size samurai sword with a bone and skull handle. Well, you, I, I'm not trying to profile. I always did think you kind of had. You might have had a sword too. I'm not. I have, I'm not that shy. I, I have it. I have at least five, but one of them is double. It comes out of both. A sword comes out of both sides. God damn! Do you name them? Um, yes. no. I, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty much the, the the big skull joint and then the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, do you feel you feel safe in the house with the swords and shit around? Um, you know what? We lived in the hood for a little bit, so I'm very much I feel very safe where we are now. I don't even if we didn't have the swords. I'm good. Okay. 
I meant say from from Scarface. Oh, from Scar. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Niggas come with guns. They not gonna come in the house with no sword. They. I don't know what like Scar's expecting them to show up and pull out a sword. And be like, give me your TV. He's like, oh, oh I'm prepared, motherfucker. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, yeah, it must sound like the beginning of Mortal Kombat. Fight! <laughs> no, you know, you'd be surprised because when we lived in the ha- when we lived um, in the house, we heard a noise, and he grabbed a sword, I grabbed a baseball bat, and we went looking around for some shit. So somebody was gonna get sliced up and batted. So <laughs> you'd be surprised. I'm not the only crazy one. You see. <laughs> no crazy, crazy man. I, I, hey, I've never put it past any couple that only one of them crazy. Both of y'all gotta be crazy and, to do this. And, I, and to be honest, I bought. See, I put some thought into it. And when I got the baseball bat, I bought a youth size yeah. uh, baseball bat so it'll be faster and and I can swing it harder. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now I gotta. All right, so. So you're not gonna, cause you guys are both pretty, you know, tech savvy. I, I would say you both have podcasts and, you know, appear to work in like I know I think Scarfinger said he works in like a technical technical uh, type job. You are you gonna be able to record uh, her chat logs and shit so that when the dudes show up, if it, if she's not gay, which you know, hey, fingers crossed, we all are hoping she's gay, you know. But if she's not, <laughs> if she's not, do you have like, are you gonna be able to have chat logs and shit and be like, have a seat over there? And what did you come here for for tonight? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's that I already know the program that will record all of that stuff. And of course I will uh have one of those things on her phone to where I know exactly where that phone is at every moment. And I would and look, her first date is already planned. Yeah, I was just gonna say. It's all planned. <laughs> she can't she can't go on the first date unless it's planned. Look, you going you going to go see a movie, guess who guess who's gonna be in the back of the theater. And <laughs> You going to get some? You you going to get some? You going to a restaurant to get something to eat? Not no bootleg shit. You want? At, look, Applebee's and above. Nothing less than that. No fat. You know, like look, my baby deserves Applebee's at least. So you you go over there. Guess who's gonna be in the booth? And in order to <laughs> to for her to go out and for her to go out on a date, in order for me to agree, she has to wear a t-shirt with. Um, with my face on it, with the Cameron, you mad face on it. She has to, <laughs> she has to wear that shirt on the date. He looks at her, he sees me. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea, man. I mean, I don't really plan on having kids, but if I was, that's exactly how I would roll with that date. Is I would like beat them halfway through the through the movie and be like, y'all need some popcorn? Y'all straight over here? They ain't no touching. One, one seat to the side. Let's go. <laughs> just following them the whole time with a yardstick, like <laughs> you gonna eat all them appetizers? All right. Um, so I don't, you know, I try my best to be a modern man, you know. So when I'm at work, I'm on my best behavior if I'm not tweeting or you know listening to some podcast or something. But uh, I don't see gender at work. You know, I took the training. Yes. And I said, look, I, in an effort to not get any sexual harassment against myself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure to not see gender at work, and my boss now is a female, as she alerted me to Friday, apparently. Um, because when I said I was gonna have a good weekend, I said I'll see you on Monday, man, and she took offense. 
Are you serious? That's a common term that people use. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, she said, you gonna call me a man? Who do you think I am? Your old boss, Jack? And I was like, no. I, uh, she's sensitive about her position. Yeah, well, I think she was just joking with me, but, you know, I was like, um, how y'all gonna say that? I don't see gender at work. And then my other female co-worker, who apparently notified me that she was a female at the time, she was like, so all this time you've been working with us, you don't know that we women, you don't notice us. And I said, calm down, fellas. Okay? <laughs> and you guys are tripping, and I will see you dudes on Monday. And then I left. And they was laughing. But I, I really am, like, I don't know how to play that. Because if I don't, what's the other happy medium? Like, if I was in there talking about, what's up, baby? You know, how you two dames doing? Then I would be sexist. Yes, you right. would. Like, I how do I play that, guys? How do you play that at work? I would keep uh, look uh, well for me. I don't have to deal with that because uh, where I work at, I'm I'm normally working by myself every day. Re- very rarely do I actually work with with another coworker in the same place at the same time. It just never works that way. Um, so, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be any different. Like when you're in a situation like that, especially with me, when you're the big black dude and you you work around a whole bunch of white chicks like you have to be you know you got to have them blinders on like yo i don't see nothing but just co-workers i don't see exactly. <laughs> you know i don't see and, then, and if you got a problem with that i'm like look the moment the moment i the moment i look at you like you're a woman and like you're any other woman on the street then if you if you feel any kind of way look you're a white lady all you have to do is say anything and i'm going to jail Exactly. <laughs> the default is always believe the woman. Now, Sherry, as a woman that you know, have you been you've been in the office place before, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm a teller in a bank. Okay, now, how do you feel about gender at work? Is it what's the safe way to play it? Am I supposed to to notice that you got some new shoes and you got your hair did? Is that over the line? Like, when, when is it creepy? I I just stay out of the game because I don't know. <laughs> Um, well, I work with a bunch of bitches, and when I say bitches, I mean I work with a bunch of bitches. So, there's no <laughs> men in my building. And, uh-huh. I mean, honestly, personally, if you said something if you, about, you know, any of those things you said, that's fine. If not, that's fine. I mean, you know, thanks for the compliment. Keep it moving. But I'm not at work looking for all of that shit. I mean, either we gonna be cool or we not. So, it, it, that shit don't matter to me. I was in a meeting, and my new boss, who's a female, apparently, she notified me, uh, she told me, or she told the group, she said, now, I don't want y'all to be acting like part of my language, a little bitch, and I was like, a dude cannot fucking say that. No, absolutely not. (laughs) A man will never fucking say that in front of women at work. That shit will get you in HR, guaranteed. Immediately. Yes. I'm surprised they didn't go go in with her. I mean, because like my thing or my job, I don't see uh, male or female gender either. I just see money. And at the end of the day, y'all niggas pay me. You don't pay me to be nobody's best friend. You don't pay me to go out to eat. I'm mean, I hate to be that. You don't, me, you don't pay me to go out to eat with nobody. You don't pay me to socialize. You pay me to sit here eight hours and do my job. And what I realized too is that most motherfuckers at most people's jobs are crazy as hell. So the less I interact with you, a lot of times it's the better. And when you have like assholes like say I'm a woman, bitch, I see your titties. Yes, you a woman. I see your ass. You a woman. You act like 
people are ignorant. Like maybe that's yeah. the way I, I, well, I just it. I mean, like I said, it's all lighthearted, it's all jokes. Yes. I wasn't like no I'm not angry at these people or anything. Everything was cool, but it was one of those like I did I really didn't know how to play it, so I just yeah. joked and walked out. But I was yeah. thinking to myself, like, people so how do I let you know that I know you're a woman but I still respect you and I'm not trying to come on to you? It's too much work. Yeah, so for real. So that's why it's best just to be neutral. Yeah. Like yeah. if I wasn't at work, my dick would be hard. I'm sorry, was that too far? <laughs> like I don't <laughs> yes. know. Yes, I think it is. Well staying away from the boundaries. Um Alright, man. So last night, you know, I'm on Twitter looking at my timeline. Yes. I see a bunch of fucking tweets. About uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes, I Appar- did too. Apparently, I guess Nicki Minaj, Minaj is on Saturday yes. Night Live, and everybody's excited about that. As much as Black Twitter hates on um, Saturday Night Live, and they talk so much shit about her, it was like that. They were all tuned in. It was hypocrites. Anyway, so they were all watching this shit, and I kept thinking to myself, Who are these people who have not given up on Saturday Night Live yet? Like, <laughs> yes, this I, shit I has not been funny since Will Ferrell left. No, this shit, it hasn't been funny since Chris Farley died. Yeah. Come on, man, it's been so long. Yeah. Who the fuck is still there? Like, and I asked these people because I said, apparently, I found out some of y'all motherfuckers watch Saturday Night Live, which is amazing to me, and people were hitting me up like, uh, man, you don't understand. See, they have this history of comedy, and I want to be there when they come back. <laughs> They're not coming back. They retired, but ain't nobody told them that they retired yet. It sounds like Cleveland fans. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. One dude, one dude even told me I'm a Cleveland Browns fan and I'm a Saturday Night Live fan. I was like, damn, he's, he's just all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like who tunes in for this shit on the Saturday Night Live? Yeah, that's what you ask people. Do you ever smile, honey? You used to have such a depressing life. Yeah, someone told me, ah. well, there's not much else on this time of night. First of all, in 2010, 2011, that is a bullshit excuse. You got DVRs, you have the Netflix. internet, you have Netflix, you have DVDs, Blu-rays, you have video games. There is always some better shit to do than watch Saturday Night Live, and you can get the best clips from YouTube. Yes, yep. you can. That's what I do. I'm not sitting in a what hour, hour and a half watching that shit. No. Oh my god, man! And the saddest part was, and I couldn't help myself but thinking this was like, all these people that follow me on Twitter and like Saturday Night Live. I'm like, wait a minute. So y'all laugh at Saturday Night Live and me? I feel insulted. <laughs> <laughs> Like y'all, y'all Baby. calling me corny? What the fuck? I've, I've looked at those jokes too. They are terrible. There was another fight. It's like, look, Nicki Minaj showed her ass. Okay, you can see that everywhere. Yes, you can. It's not for free. Yeah, what is impressive about that? But, but then again, anyway. some of us have different um, senses of humor, uh, even to the point to where is um, I'm on a boat. It's horrible, yeah. but jizz in my <laughs> pants is the funniest shit ever. But see, I like the, I actually like that group, the Lonely Island, I think is the name of it. And I listened to their music because I thought it was funny. Uh, you know, hit or miss, but still, I thought it was funny. Yes. But fuck them. Like, I'm not going to watch Saturday Night Live in the hopes of the five minutes that they are on the fucking show out of two hours. Especially fuck you. Because you, that, that, you can get that part anyway. Yeah, it's such bullshit because you, you have like that, like everybody will tune in to see the one Lonely Island skit, but you sat through 12 Bad Keenan skits, you had to sit through mm. the like musical performances normally from somebody you don't give a fuck oh, about. That's right. Like it's just too much shit, man. No thank you, man. Who are these people? that, DVR. I mean, go get I will say, um, Keenan at yeah. Steve Harvey is hilarious. 
That is hilarious. I've seen that on YouTube. Yeah. And I, side note, it might be because I hate Steve Harvey. So <laughs> <laughs> I hate, look, I hate Steve Harvey too. He almost got somebody punched in the face for because they started reading that book. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it all, it's, Sherry, you was reading you was reading Steve Harvey. Um, my friend let me borrow it. She told me to read it and I read yeah, I read the first two chapters of it and I <laughs> I got in trouble because I tweeted I was like either and uh, you know I'm ashamed to say but it's alright I can admit it when I'm wrong I tweeted um, either I said either I've been with the wrong person for the last 17 years or Steve Harvey is completely full of shit well <laughs> after I tweeted that somebody came running down the stairs and was like before I answer you on Twitter I need to understand what exactly do you mean so we got into like a three hour argument <laughs> over the first two chapters of that horrible ass book. So I um I brought it back to work the next day. I told my friend I was like, man, you take this shit away from me and don't ever let me see it again. Now who gave you who gave you this book? Was it a chick and does she have a man? It was a chick and she is a friendly person. Let's just leave it at that. No, that means she doesn't have a man, but she fucks a lot of people. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. That is who I get all my marriage advice from. <laughs> Manless, fuck around, ratchet chicks. That's what I like. Well, she, how, you, uh, how the fuck is that a gift? You know what that means? She doesn't really like you. She wanted you to get divorced. That's um, what that means. No, well, yeah. She, <laughs> no, she, um, it's, uh, it's been given to me, my attention, well, it's been brought to my attention that I think, she. I think she wants to fuck Sherry. Yeah. Everybody oh, else okay. does think that too. So, oh, so oh. it's a Trojan horse gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, here you go. Why don't you read this book and fix your relationship? Yes. <laughs> Sneaking yeah. in from behind. Hey. Yeah. Oh hell no. That is not it. You off my friends list. You give me some Steve Harvey advice. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, when I go on Facebook, man, I, I don't, I don't have y'all as friends on Facebook. I don't know if y'all even have it, but yeah. um, you know, I, I, I'm going. I follow, I follow the the show. Nah. All right, I'll see if I can look you up, man, if you don't mind being my friend. Uh, the player header is my friend in real life, and there's no reason y'all can't be too. That's right. Um, so uh, they're uh, on Facebook. And I don't know if you guys do this because we're not friends, but some people put kids as their avatars on Facebook. Yes, they do. Now, they're kids? That, yes. Yeah. 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 I, time. yeah. What I was going to say is I assume it's their kid, but... There's either, there's really more than that scenario that could happen. They could be a kid themselves. True. They could be an adult who's lying about their age. True. Or it could be a picture of them when they were really young. Yeah, I see people do that too. Or they could be a pedophile. Why would you run that risk? You know, because some people have like Beyonce as their avatar or some other dude like Reggie Bush or something like, oh, he's so fine. Well, if you put a kid in your avatar, how many people are looking at your page going, huh, think Sherry might be into little girls? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be careful out there, guys. Had the police hitting you up on your Facebook page. It's the only choices I can imagine is what I'm saying. Wow. So anyway. Um, Just like that, anyway. um, that whole thing with the cartoon characters. And yeah, you found out. You found out after the fact that that was a uh, that was a ploy by pedophiles. So everybody changed their profile so they can get closer to the kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> the, the, thing that, the thing that pisses me off when people do that is like people like okay, I've been out of high school for over ten years. I think 
yeah, 12, going on 13 years. I've been out of high school. So I have people who send me friend requests and it's like, you know, they've been married or something like that. And there's a picture of a kid, but I go to look at the rest of their photos to figure out who the fuck it is. And their shit is locked. So it's just like, if you want me to know who the hell you are, I need to see you. So, I mean, I'm famous for putting, you know, my daughter on Facebook. But what I do with my avatar is usually me and her, a picture of the two of us together. So people see that makes more sense to me. Yeah, I could put my daughter. I could I could put a picture of my daughter because she really looks like a light skinned me anyway. Right. <laughs> Did you get a picture of you and your dad when you were a kid? I been took that off. Oh, well, good. Well, I'm just all I'm saying is I assume it's one of those four outcomes. You're just taking a risk, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, most people probably will assume it's one of the first three, but it could be that last one. Is what I'm saying. Yes, so. <laughs> um. All right, man. So I was listening to the radio on the way home, and our, our advertising was on, and it was for a clinical trial of a drug. I forget the name of the drug. But, uh, y'all ever heard those type of ads before? Yes. Yeah, well, the side effects are way worse than what you're actually yeah. trying to cure. Yeah. Yeah, well, here's the, t- <laughs> this one, this one yes. was asking four people yes. to try a drug. Volunteers. But the fucking, like, the diseases and the, the symptoms you had to have were wow. so fucked up yeah. that I was like, who has all these things? It's like, have you, do you have the gout, heart disease, and erectile dysfunction? Well, the vaccine might be for you. It's like, what? Who the fuck is the dude that's like, yes, finally? I guess you're pretty drunk. <laughs> like, if, if you, you have, have all of that shit, your life is fucked up. How about a bullet? Yeah. <laughs> you just go in and it's a yeah. bullet. It's a, like, open up, you open up the pill package, it's one bullet and a gun. Like, <laughs> this is how you inject it into your brain. Like, fuck that shit. Man. That was depressing as hell. I would not want to try those drugs. Um, so I was at Wendy's and this lady was in front of me in the drive-thru, okay, in the drive-thru. And uh of course since they pay these scholars so much at Wendy's, uh the lady at the drive-thru after um this lady's car got declined, she let her go through to the next window. And while I was there waiting to pay, she screams out, Hold on. And she has a headset on, takes her headset off and yells across the restaurant. Don't let her go. Her car got declined. Don't give her no food. And, uh, and I thought this was hilarious. Of course. Yes. Uh, and it was hilarious. And so then I tweeted about it later. Like I got back. I, was, I thought it was hilarious. I paid for my shit. Now I know it's so. I, I went home and uh, went back to work. And then uh, some people on Twitter were like, Oh, Rod, you should have paid for her food. What? Shame on you. I you pay for her when you tweeted it, I thought about it. I was like, what, what did it do? The nice thing to you? Just help that you <laughs> I did think that. I'm sorry, I did. <laughs> because if, if if in that situation, to, to save that lady from further embarrassment, because I've been there before. Like, I've been there before when my car got declined and I had no fucking clue why. So... And to save her from that embarrassment, depending on how much her stuff was, I would have just and been what like, she looked like. N- not even how she, what she, I'm just, not, <laughs> I'm, you know, I mean, just no matter what she looked like, if I was in that position, because I've been there before, because you know sometimes your your bank account get overdrawn and it's not your fault. Wink. Um. <laughs> so you know stuff happens, and then you end up in a messed up situation, and you have no idea why. And I would have just, you know, I me, mean, I would just be like, look. 
is is five dollars here. Five dollars ain't gonna kill me. Well, you are the person who gave a complete stranger eighty dollars to pay for her storage space. It was it was like thirty. Something. Was, all I'm saying all I'm saying is that there is a reason that Precious had to run away with that chicken. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he would not give ugly people free shit. I'm sorry. But anyway, I couldn't see what she looked like. But um I wasn't about to pay for shit. But um <laughs> I, I told everybody, like, well, what if she had stolen that card and it only got declined because, you know, it's the, yeah. the person whose card it was was like, hey, cut that shit out. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck her situation was. She could have been a renowned criminal mastermind. And she drove off without her food. And I was like, well, that's on you, isn't it? That's right. And her card. Did they have a card, too? Well, no, nah, I think she got her card back because they just run it and then... Oh, pretty okay. much let it process as you get your other food. Okay. Anyway, I ain't paying for shit is all I'm saying. <laughs> so if you get your shit stuck in front of me, your ass is out of luck. I can't do nothing for you, man. <laughs> now look, y'all are nerds too. You know, I, I I admit that I'm a nerd. Um, y'all watch the cape? You know what? I have. You know what? My nerdness made me bit torn it, but I have not watched it yet. Okay. What about you, Sherry? You watch the cape? No, I wanted to see it, but I have yet to do so. Alright, see, the, sh- the cape is a show about this guy who has his cape, and the cape has superpowers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he has the same exact powers as Darkwing Duck, except without the gun. Oh, Sold. Lord. Sold. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> he got his nephew soon. <laughs> okay, right now. Darkwing Duck. I did. Let's now Karen, Karen's getting confused. Karen, not Scrooge McDuck. Oh, you thinking about Duck Tales? Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying Darkwing Duck. Oh, wrong character. Yeah. My bad. Yo, I, so, I'm singing the song in my head and everything. It is so Darkwing Duck. Yes, Darkwing dangerous. Yes. <laughs> now the thing, the thing is, now a lot of people think that the show isn't realistic enough. And I have this thing where, you know, you have a buy-in factor. Yes. There's points in a show where you decide if you're in or you're out. That's true now. In the first episode, the main villain takes off his mask and he has chess pieces for eyes. Yes. Like the pupils of his eyes are shaped like chess pieces. For me, that was the moment where I had to pause the show and go, am I in for this corny shit or am I out for this corny shit? Because... This is the best they have. Your pilot episode is typically the best foot forward. Yes, it is. You spend the most money on special effects, the most time on writing and all this shit. It's never going to be better than this moment right here. And this kind of sucks. So I decided, fuck it, I'm in. And I've been watching it like a Saturday morning cartoon. I can't lie. (laughs) I, I, I just, like... And you know, and that's the same perspective I take for movies. Like, uh, what was that? Machine Girl. You see it too. In Machine Girl, at the very, very beginning, she comes in and her arm is actually a machine. And when she starts shooting people and they start, hair start blowing, it's not regular blood. It looks like somebody put like a water hose and squeezed it real tight. And, it just, <laughs> and, and blood just sprays everywhere. That was the moment I had to say, am I in or am I out? Yes. I decided did. I'm in and I'm going to Pick at this shit all the way to the end. You can't take it seriously. Right. Well, that's how I am with the cape, man. I mean, he also has... His son's like retarded or something. 
Like, ah, yes, the boy. Like, the dude is supposed to have died. I mean, you know this in the pilot. Like, it tells you, this dude has been framed. Yes. Okay, he's framed. That's why he had to become the cake. He can't be his normal self. He has a wife and a kid, but he can't see him and shit. He can't let him know he's alive. So, like, he dresses as the cake and visits his son. And his son must be deaf. Like, how the fuck do you not know your father's voice? <laughs> the boy is He's not five. He's like fucking 12. <laughs> it's kind of like, kind of like He-Man. Like, the, <laughs> I don't, yes. you know, because uh, recently I, I mentioned this on a... Um, Oh, I mentioned this on another podcast, but you know, recently, you know, with the with the the wonder that is Netflix Instant Watch, I started messing around with uh, He Man and She Ra and stuff like that. Just messing around because you know that's my childhood. So I checked it out, and it's like He Man is exactly the same dude when he becomes He Man, except less clothes, and he wears nothing over his face. He looks exactly the same, but people just don't put two and two together. Like even the people that know him, like. Yo, you look like Prince Adam. Like nobody ever says that. <laughs> like that's the cape. <laughs> so I'm saying, like the cape is that, but on a Monday night. Don't don't expect anything more than E Man on Monday night. Don't like just because they recorded it with real cameras does not mean it's not a fucking cartoon. Yes, and, and while you making me think about that, could you imagine like the Hulk trying to disguise his voice? How you like if the Hulk had a son? How would the Hulk come up? Hulk, Hulk smash! Yeah. <laughs> you know, wouldn't that just get him away? Yeah, it's just so bad. Like, it, and then like, um, like they. And here's one where you you know you're fucking up with a comic book or or a type comic based, uh, you know, entertainment. Mm-hmm. Villains need origins. If yes, you don't do, do origin stories for your fucking first of all, every villain is more interesting than the fucking main yeah, character, I'm except for maybe Wolverine. That's true. And there might be a couple dudes who are a little more interesting, but in general, but villains are the cool motherfuckers. The interest in Wolverine is the fact that he don't know. Right. It's, yeah, he don't it's know. It's different than everybody right. else. It's a little bit different than everybody else when you talk about Wolverine. Yeah, he's a little bit different. You know, I'm sure some people are listening. They're coming up with other people, but in general, I I want to know more about the Joker and how badass and crazy shit he's doing. Did yeah. I do about Batman? Yeah. Batman's kind of the straight man in all the villain relationships. That's he's, true. You know, he's the dude that you play off of. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't be too crazy because if, if Batman's crazy, then what the fuck am I reading? You know. <laughs> so. so the, the the cape is fucking up because the villains don't have origin. It's just like a dude shows up and he has scales for skin. Snake skin. No one ever brings this shit up. <laughs> Why? Where did it come from? Did he get bit by a snake? Did many snakes bite him? Poison? <laughs> you know, did the snakes hijack him? Yeah. No you one know, brings this shit up. Venom. We don't even know their powers. Like, the dude don't even say what his power is. I'm bulletproof or something. Just... It is very frustrating. Is he related to Cobra? These are the questions that I have. <laughs> anyway, it's terrible. <laughs> but, uh, and apparently all the villains need is foreign accents. They have no American villains. They all like Russia and England. Like, it just get a foreign accent and you can be a villain on the cake. Wow, that's not good. Anyway. But I, that's how we, but to be honest, as, as stupid Americans, that's how we see villains. Like, we, you know, the, the, the foreign villain, the, the villain with a foreign accent, 
is the 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 anomaly in the situation. He's the one that we we not quite sure about. Like he had the Russian, you know, we don't know Russia like that other than our team American perspective of Russians. You know right. I mean? That Russian accent works very well to the stupid American public. So I'm pretty sure right. that as long as they have an accent of some sort, it's something that we just can't quite make out. I think it I think it works. I, oh yeah, yeah, it does work. I just like I said, I'm, don't don't get me wrong. I know the show is shit, but I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. you ain't gonna find a yeah. fan more more into it than me because yeah, nobody else is willing to tell you this is a shitty show. I'm not gonna stop watching it. You can suck my dick. Yes, <laughs> we do like that. We do, we like that about movies. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, all these people keep hitting me up on Monday. Like, dude, I can't believe you're watching that show. It sucks. I know it sucks. I like it. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, um, see, I know that, and that's the reason why I never really say anything when y'all watching something. Because most of the time, when y'all when y'all start blogging, when y'all start uh, tweeting about whatever y'all watching, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. So I'm selling my old Call of Duty games because um, I got the new one. Uh, I actually played it with y'all the other day, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. You got busted up. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good competition. You know, I felt like I contributed a lot to the team. You know, I'm more of a team player. Um, even though I did top the leaderboard a couple times. I, you know, I take things losers say for a thousand. Yeah, yeah, okay, I understand. <laughs> uh, just a game. Um, but um, I decided that once you go Call of Duty Black Ops, you never go back ops. You see what I'm saying? That's why I got rid of them other games. I'm done. I'm out of there. So, um, the problem that I have with Call of Duty is, damn it, they need an easier training mode for people that don't know shit about the game. People that can't use a right trigger and a left trigger and they dumb at the same time. They should have fucking training mode so I can play too. Well, Karen, you just got to put the time in. Nobody starts That's off on true. the top level. You, I don't think you touched that game since we tried to play it. Oh, uh, because it was nerve-wracking, man. He was like, turn left, turn right. Oh, they got you. I was like, damn it. Yeah, I normally don't help Karen do shit, man, because Karen does not like being told what to do. Like, y'all think, y'all get the nice Karen and shit. I live here. Like, I'm not, if Karen is struggling, unless she asks, I don't say shit. And video games are the worst thing to try to help somebody with. Because it puts you in the asshole position. Because the only way to tell them how to do it is to kind of be an asshole. I 100% agree. And then I always get the, I always get the, 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 you being an asshole look every time I'm like, yo, you should go left. The other right over there. Look, he's right there in front of you. What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> it, it's like you're trying to be you. You, it's, it's one of those things to where is you, you know, you try to be nice about it. It is like when you don't get the response that you want. Like, yo, he's he's in front of you. He's to the left a little bit. No, you're going the wrong way. No, he's right there. He's shooting you in the back. What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> there's no well, that's him. Yes, it's like stab him. And so that's why I play like simple games. You pick up, you pick it up, you place it down. You use your Y, your B, your X. Very, very simple. Yeah, I, I, I did not. I personally prefer not like people were hitting me up why don't you teach Karen how to play cause I don't like to argue no that's why you don't live here motherfucker I know that 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 Oh, the the sherry that you know is not the sherry I know thing. I know I know that hundred yeah. percent well. Ken is a nice person, one of the best people I've ever met in my life, of course. But no, that's crazy. I'm not gonna start an argument by telling her how to play a game. Fuck it. 
she can sit down there and die all day and then start playing Sims again, and I'm fine. That does not bother me at all. Yes, because I played, what, two hours and hadn't killed nobody? Yeah. Yeah, so it was terrible. It was, it was a terrible. pacifist. Yes. I don't yes. know if that's part of Call of Duty. <laughs> the other team wins. Damn all right. Now, the last random topic I want to talk about, you guys both play video games. Mm-hmm. Um, have y'all played the new Dead Space at all? No. No. It's, it's cool watching you play. It's like a horror movie to me, and I'm terrible. Sometimes I get so bad, Roger turns and looks at me and says, do you need to go upstairs? Because to me, creatures are like busting out the walls, busting through the windows, people running and screaming, get cut in half, and I'm <laughs> screaming at this TV because it's like crystal clear in HD. And so, yeah, I like to watch you play, though, but yeah, it makes yeah, me jump so a lot. It's like Lil John, like from the windows to the walls. <laughs> like, you monsters is all over sprawl. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they, yeah, they jump out, man. They will fucking kill you. But yes, the, the thing about this game, man, and it is nerve wracking. I love it. It's yeah. great. It's awesome. I like to watch this very pretty game. Um, hey, man, can y'all other characters do some shit for yourself? Like, I'm fucking tired Ooh. of being the only dude that can fix everything. <laughs> Yo, for thing. real, I played the first game. I played the first game because of um one of our other shows, the Core Gamer Challenge, which we created because Sherry yeah. wanted to get in the game in a little bit. So we started picking games for her for for like people like her to play and then we all talk about it that's one of the shows um but we played that and one of my observations through playing a, the first game is like okay Isaac um shit's fucked up over there go fix that and then all right we're gonna stay right here um shit's fucked up over there now Isaac go fix that and that was the whole game yeah <laughs> That was the whole first game. Shit's fucked up over there. Isaac, go do it. And that was the whole first game. So I can imagine that the second game wouldn't be too far from that because it was shit's fucked up. Isaac, go fix that. Yeah. And Isaac never gets an attitude. Never. No, and he doesn't even speak the first game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my and my thing about it is that it's really cool and he does do everything. But there was this one sequence, and I don't know if, if people have played it, so it might be a spoiler alert. Well, he was on the subway, and he like went through the whole subway scene, got his leg caught, and had to shoot these bitches upside down. What kind of shit is that? Man, I don't understand. Like, first of all, why is it Isaac Black? There's no other way <laughs> that that somebody will order this nigga around, and his name is Isaac, and nothing ever fucking like he never ever just take like gets an attitude. Like Isaac is a nigga. Only a nigga would take that kind of instruction at work and just do it. He just like, oh, I guess I got to do this because I'm the black. But, that is the only justification. But, but, my, but at my overtime, baby, right, bitches. <laughs> he treks on and shoots aliens. Oh God. So Sherry, you played it too. Yeah, I played the first one, um, and I gotta be honest with you, I think I only made it through chapter three, um, because it was a scene, one of the parts where it's like a gravity thing, where you like floating around to get the different piece, and then you gotta float on back, and between the floating and flipping and flopping and shooting shit, I got sick. And I got oh, yeah. I was like, I fuck this. I can't do it no more. That in the that in the hole. Why the hell is he limping? Oh, that means he doesn't have any health food. No, no, no. It wasn't the limp. Yeah, it was the limp. But no, it was like seriously. Why is he breathing so hard? Yeah, I put the game on and I played like ten minutes. And I was I was sitting there. I was like, damn. I know we got surround sound, but. Why the fuck is he breathing like that? Because all I heard was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then Scar I thought he was home. jacking off. I thought he was jacking off because he kept seeing his girlfriend in his mind the whole time. So I was like, oh, maybe he's having phone sex. <laughs> It was, it was weird. Headset. It was. And like, when he sees her, like in person, he actually sees her at the end, and it's like, okay, so something's not right about this. Like, dude, I don't understand how that fucking dude didn't just get the fuck out of there immediately. Like, hit an escape pod and dip. Fuck these people. I don't care if my girlfriend is here. We weren't married for a reason, bitch. Peace. <laughs> it was taken. <laughs> if I would have liked that, I would put a ring on it. I'm out. That's right. You, your ass was taking too long. So maybe that's why. Yeah, it's shit not got fun. fucked up, and you called me instead of calling the folks. Like, <laughs> 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 just fucked up at your job, and you called me. That means <laughs> that means there's a. There, I mean, that's that's a huge problem for me. Like, and video game characters leave no mystery when they die. Like, how many diaries are there in the world? Like these motherfuckers are leaving text, audio diaries, everybody, everywhere, yep. everybody, for real word, and it's all their innermost thoughts. Like oh, birds are free here. You gotta be, gotta I'm be not careful free. with this one because somebody's favorite game is Bioshock. For real, I haven't played Bio- Bioshock, but I do have it. You gotta play it. I, I've also played. I found this in Resident Evil. Like yeah. it's, it's every game. It's like if you find a dead motherfucker. Exactly. Yes. You find somebody dead, they wrote that down for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, who is dying and they're just like, oh, yeah. I need to scribble my final thoughts. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is that, like, uh, when I played Fable, there would be skeletons and you walk beside the skeletons. You're like, nigga, you've been dead long enough to turn into bones. Why, why, is, why is your notes still crystal clear and I can read everything <laughs> your voice? Yeah. Okay. Word. Yeah, I don't get it, man. It is, it is odd. I mean, I guess there's no other way to relate information in a video game. But that's true. But I don't know people like that in real life. Like, if no. they died, they wouldn't be like... And, it, up and, it, and the thing is, like, if it's something where you're trying to figure out some kind of mystery... Why are they so vague about bull like shit that's important? Like, there's something in the basement. It's eight three people. I don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the code to get into the basement is one three five. Like, what the no? <laughs> How about you explain exactly what the fuck happened down there? It has four legs. It barks like a dog. It has the head of a mouse. Right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Come it's on. the only the only way to turn the power on is, of course. In the basement with the monster, like we designed. It. Yeah, go in here. Make sure you bring some cheese, some peanut butter, <laughs> and some bread. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna tell you why, but you need those things. And until you get those things, I'm not giving you this code. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you why you need them. Just know that you yeah. ain't getting the code until you have those three things. Go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. And then, of course, my last random thought. Um, we talked last time. We talked to Sarah J. We talked about the child abuse prevention training that I got at the YMCA. Yes. And I was thinking more on that. I think they should put hidden cameras in the child abuse training classroom. Because you go in a room and you take the test on a computer by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think they should check to see if any of these people are aroused by this. Like, what yeah. parts of the test are they stopping on? <laughs> you know, are they stopping on the sexual abuse part? Maybe that dude doesn't get a check this week. Maybe you send him home. <laughs> or have, you know what I'm saying? Have, have some um, Call of Duty heartbeat monitors under the floor under everybody's chair. Exactly. We need to <laughs> whoever, check heartbeat, whoever heartbeat starts going racing when you show those pictures, arrest yes. that motherfucker now. 
because they details they detail situations where it's like three boys going to the bathroom the 12 year old boy makes the other two fondle each other you walk in what do you do and if that dude leans real forward at that part I say what you do is you fire his ass no if he starts touching the screen and drooling Yes. Yes. Get them out of there. Yes. If I see zippers unzip and drawers go down, we got issues. Yeah. Have a seat over there. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Go ahead and bring Chris Hansen in. Um. All right, man. Let's do some articles, and then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, the first one. Um, I guess it's been long enough. I did not know that this was up, but it's a call for celebration. Chris Brown appeared in the California courtroom yesterday, January 28th. To request a restraining order demanding his distance from ex-girlfriend Rihanna be removed. So, you know, congratulations to Chris. You know. Um, <laughs> according to reports, the request has nothing to do with him wanting to rekindle his flame with the singer. Uh, the singer, along with legal ace attorney Mark Garagos, mm-hmm. arrived to the courthouse in downtown Los Angeles and appeared calm and collected before the judge. Like, how else was he going to appear? <laughs> right. Was he gonna be enraged? He was gonna show up up pissed off to try to get a restraining order removed. Right. I'm sick of this shit. (laughs) Who do I gotta punch around here to lose the restraining order? Oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) Yana. Regards told the judge, Patricia Schneg, so he had a female judge, so he probably came with flowers and roses. Aww. And chocolates. Sipping uh, it up. Well, that's how you start before you start beating them. Uh, probably, <laughs> he probably, no, he probably tried to steal, um, piggyback off that Michael Jackson Jones. So you know he probably showed up with a Captain Crunch jacket on. <laughs> he showed up with one silver glove. <laughs> yeah, and he was crying. And so the judge moonwalking. Uh, his client has completed 52 weeks of domestic violence counseling and requested that she move, remove the re- existing restraining order against Brown. It makes it difficult at award shows and such. Now, I think the and such is important here. What is and such in this situation? <laughs> it, it makes it difficult at award show at award shows and beating her ass. <laughs> but, let's clarify. Uh, because of the separation between those two there is no other place where they should be at the same place at the same time they're after party they could be at the after party after party for what? the award shows that's the only thing that they could be (laughs) that would be awkward though that would be be real awkward can you imagine you're having small talk with Rihanna and then Chris Brown walks over Mm. What are you saying? Oh, wow. I mean, imagine you're the new boyfriend because you she, she already got to be off kilter. So, like, if if this stuff gets if, look, if this, the restraining order goes away, then when he shows up at that party and you're the new boyfriend, is she gonna look at you like, shouldn't you beat that nigga ass? Like, for what? Wow, because you're the new boyfriend. And the, the old boyfriend who whooped that ass shows up. You gonna feel obligated to have to try to do something to to be on this chick's good side. For what? That shit ain't had nothing to do with him. For that ass. <laughs> for that <laughs> ass. Hey, the, it's just a completely the, different situation for that ass. Yeah. And on the low, on the low, like Chris Brown ain't the kind of dude I'm, I'm sure a hundred percent I could beat up. So like, you got to be you got to be on your p's and q's when Chris show up. Like, if he gets the first punch in, man, that fight might go d- drastically Looks differently different. than how it goes in my mind. Mm-mm. Like, I got to wrap Chris up. I'm going to hit his ass with a bottle. Like, it's, I'm going <laughs> like, to pretend like, yo, uh, Chris, look, I'm, I want a peace offering. 
And, you know, between me and you, I offer you this ass whooping. Bow! I just hit him in the head with the bottle. Yo. Hit that bitch in the head with the bottle. You hit, you hit, look, if you the new boyfriend and you hit Chris Brown in the head with a bottle, like, nobody is going to be mad at you. Nobody. That's the, that's the perfect crime. Like and the thing is, well, see, I would be mad if you mess with Chris Brown because I I forgot, but I've forgiven him. Me too. So I would actually be like, what man? Why did Scarfinger hit that dude for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> and what did Chris ever do to anybody? Ben, we can I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't no, be mad at him because that's still VA right there. So I I, I, I stick <laughs> I stick with VA. But I still say, look, I still say something. Something is still a little too wrong about that situation. It is fucked up. Man. I don't know what to do. I don't want to be. The, the key is just don't don't date Rihanna. Um, That's right. Yeah, absolutely, because it doesn't matter. Because if you're the new boyfriend, if if you're around Chris Brown, you have to do something. And I think that yes. that chick is crazy enough because something, you know, it's the, it's the Halle Berry thing. Like she, too many dudes. Like every time you turn around, she got a new boyfriend. Why? So. And she Jamaican. Yeah. And she Jamaican. And she made that song about, um, um, throwing dishes and shit when she get pissed off. So <laughs> this is one of those situations where it's like, if you mess with her and Chris Brown's around, she going to look at you like, Yo, shouldn't you do something about this? Well, what they have to do apparently in order to change this award, this uh, order, mm-hmm. Rihanna's attorney must approve a modification form from "stay away" to "do not annoy," and then he can do this. So that's the difference. Oh, we we'll just go from red light to yellow light. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can smack me, but you can't close fist punch me. That's yes, that's, that's too that's far, not Chris. The same, not the same. Um, woman. <laughs> Runs over cousin after she Facebook friend requested mutual love interest. (laughs) Facebook is causing folks to get violated. Yeah, it's coming between family too. (laughs) A Facebook feud turned real life violent in Long Island after a woman allegedly ran over her cousin twice (laughs) with with a minivan. Twice. Yeah, that's that. Look, that's that New York though. That's that New York. Long Island. Yeah, that's that's that New York. Wow. Yeah, she ran over with the speaking of Rodimus Prime with a minivan. <laughs> after <laughs> after a dispute over friend requesting a potential love interest according to reports. The New York Post reports No, the New York Post is like the fucking uh, world star hip hop of of news Absolutely. These niggas report every ratchet thing that happens, period, in New York. Yes. Um they report that 21-year-old Giselle Penegos was rushed to the hospital Monday after uh, to treat a shattered pelvis and a bro- and a broken leg after a stranger found her bleeding in a freezing New York City. God damn! damn. And she left her. Yeah, that's ether right there. Um, damn, she ain't even. <laughs> I mean, that's your family, regardless of how you felt about it. I mean, after you run the chick over, do you owe it to her at least to call the folks? Like, yo, <laughs> yo, she <laughs> look. I ran over her. I look. I broke a bitch pussy. Um, she, <laughs> she, she bleeding. Yeah. You know I me. Mean? Y'all come get her. She in the alley. And so and so such a place, I'm out. 
Like, but she's not fucking him, that's for sure. The, uh, she broke a pussy. Like she, she had a broken pelvis. So basically, um, like as a, as a, as a, as a, um, ignorant uh, uppity Negro, I'm thinking she broke the bitch pussy. So, <laughs> so she broke her pelvis. So, at the very least, what do you think that the pelvis breaking was on purpose? Uh, probably. I yeah, mean, she, and she, she ran twice. back. She hit her twice, and she was trying to do something. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the Good Samaritan, she could have very easily been hit by another car. Said detectives <gasps> Robert Galgano. Um, after a night of drinking at a local bar, Penegos and her cousin Melanie Spudapolis, like these are some Greek wow. people, uh, argued about a friend request. Can't blame this on niggas. Uh, argued about a friend request now that Penegos allegedly sent through Facebook to a guy her cousin liked. You think she liked him literally? Like she hit the like button on Facebook. <laughs> No, she you know sense. I liked him. I like him too. He has two likes. <laughs> I poked him. You poked him too. Yeah. Um, that's when Penegos claimed she was thrown out of the minivan. She was, wait, she was in the car. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the car and then got hit through. Got ran over. The- <laughs> How do somebody get you out of the car and you are not in a a a, a situation to where you can't get up and move the fuck out of the way in order to get ran over twice? That's why motherfuckers need to wear seatbelts. Her cousin is gangster. She need to wear seatbelts. If she didn't want a seatbelt, she'd have pushed her ass. That seatbelt would have locked her in there at least. That's gangster. Well, well, first of all, how the fuck does somebody run run you over with a minivan? Twice. Well, I actually, actually, the second time, the second time isn't as egregious. Like at that point, you're probably a, a sitting duck. Yeah, yeah. She was just running her over just to uh, reverse so she can be sure she turned over down the right corner. Well, <laughs> um, so she. Um, she pushed out. She ran over her. Uh, that um, that she was mowed down by the car, and then she says her cousin threw the van in reverse and hit her again. Spinopolis uh, is uh, charged with assault and reportedly released on ten thousand dollars bond. So she's on the streets again. Uh, can she drive? Like what is he? Like I think we should be attempted murder. That's vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, I think so. Wow, that's gonna be a fucked up phantom reunion, man. <laughs> you know, the worst part is like, I bet when they found her in the street, she was like, did he accept my friend request? I just need to know. I can't reach my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I got an email. Just check it. Did it say he accepted or declined? I just. <laughs> I, uh, alright. Another article about a woman. Woman claims yogurt was tainted. <laughs> What? Why is that the title of it? <laughs> yes, tainted yogurt. Uh, a woman claims that when she tasted a yogurt sample from Sunflower Market in Northwest Albuquerque and immediately spit it out, according to the woman, the yogurt had bodily fluid in it. Oh! <laughs> the Albuquerque Hold up. Hold up. How do you know what body fluid is? bodily fluid. So we kind of yeah, we- see what's going on here. Uh, the Albuquerque Police Department is investigating whether the woman's claims can be substantiated. Tuesday night, detectives said a woman who was shopping at Sunflower Market on Karate's Road, Karate's, Corrales, how you pronounce that, Karen? Corrales. <laughs> anyway, some road. Tried a free yogurt sample, so it's free. She told police she spit it out because it tasted like sperm. <laughs> so now you have to why you know what sperm tastes like. Yeah, like how do you know the taste? And 
recognize it immediately. And why did you spit it out? So we know she's not a swallower. Oh, what'd she get? The BJ yogurt? And <laughs> <laughs> was that the flavor or something? She was like, I thought this was Ben and Jerry's, not BJ's. Yeah. <laughs> completely different. Yes. Uh, I need to use both hands to hold this yogurt. The woman told management and called police around. No, okay, you use no hands to hold this yogurt. Um, <laughs> the woman told management and called police around 9 p.m. Investigators questioned the male employee who was handing out free samples, but said they could not charge him until tests proved it was semen. Um, he found. We found that she basically spit out the possible evidence. Uh, as far as far back as I can remember, see, ladies, that's why you have to hold it in your mouth. I don't know what these women are thinking. Um, as as far back as I can remember, this is the first time that we've ever dealt with this. Sherry, why do you seem so disgusted? I don't understand. What? Well, huh? It's just sperm in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's... Every woman goes through this. Mm. Just because you don't love him, you can't hold it in there long enough to get evidence. No, <laughs> that's a crime that they'll never catch him for. No, thanks. I love my teeth. <laughs> and sperm don't make them stay white. At least they don't have any evidence of that shit yet. No, thank you. No, until then I'm good. Me too, honey. Hoffman said police scooped up possible evidence and went to, went to the crime lab. While the employee was not charged on the yogurt case, he was arrested because he was a wanted man. Anthony Garcia, 31, because he had two outstanding bench warrants. One of the warrants was filed in December for failure to appear for an arraignment, which is kind of bullshit, but I would like to know the original charges. Uh, the charges are the two counts. Now think about this. Think about this. Charges included two counts of criminal sexual contact with a minor. Oh, damn. Mm. Did she really did. I think she tasted sperm. Did he it? did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, like, we yeah, find I'm out. Yeah, this to all the little kids. They're going to have some of me inside of them. Take that little girl. If <laughs> oh. we, we find out that this woman was one of the decoys for to catch a predator, then we know he did it. You oh, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Because he thought she was a kid. <laughs> but, um, oh. Yeah, she just says, of course, we did not talk to the employee who claims that it's not the case and that it was yogurt from inside the store. Uh, it's a touchy situation. We don't want to accuse someone if they didn't do that. But when you're looking at criminal nature, people deny things that they've done. So it's up to us to get to the bottom of the story and find out what actually took place. Uh, they said the testing proves that there was semen in the yogurt. The worker could be charged with battery. That's it? Just battery? Wow. Oh, so, 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 uh, like, uh, sperm don't, don't get no really crime. No, well, maybe that's why they... What would the dude, I mean, if, if it's really sperm, like, what if he had something, like, you know... Right. It, I mean, and then she, she put that in her mouth, like... Yeah. That's only battery? Yeah, I mean, I know they call it... And, and now I got herpes, like, cause that... Yeah. That's a fuck. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. And if they find out, can't be transmitted through the air. Let me clarify that before before, the, before herpes nation comes after me. Uh, <laughs> well, no one's gonna argue that because we will know if they argue too hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. And you know, like you can't get herpes that way. Well, how do you know? Huh? What? Yeah. Don't look at my lip. <laughs> and, and if she found out sperm was in that yoga, she didn't be able to punch him in the dick. You shouldn't be able to do that shit like that. That's disgusting. Well, if he gets, they call it baby batter, so maybe that's why it's yeah. battery. Do it on your own free time and wash your hands when you finish in the bathroom. <laughs> Alright, here's oh, wait, the wait, 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 before you move on, because we're yeah. talking about this, I saw this on um, OMG Facts mm -hmm. that it says, and I'm gonna read this word for word. 
And if this is true, fuck this chick. Um, Lady Gaga is releasing a perfume that is rumored to smell like blood and semen. Wow. That's not sexy. Hell no. Strange. <laughs> is it gonna be called Jay? It's gonna be called period sex. <laughs> it's called crime scene. <laughs> to remind you of that time of the month. <laughs> mm, that you killed that bitch. Feet um, extra extra wet. <laughs> it's gonna be called BTK. Oh, <laughs> uh, alright, so generation uh-huh. Y women losing quote unquote female skills such as cooking, ironing, and sewing. Mm. Basic female skills are being coming in danger, with fewer young women able to iron a shirt, cook a roast chicken, or hem a skirt. Someone's been watching Mad Men. And my thing about this, before you go on, this is some bullshit. Women 50 years ago stayed their asses at home and had babies and had shit else to do. But when you got a job, you got kids, you got responsibilities, you working overtime... But you, it's a lot of shit to balance. But there's I'm still sorry. another there's still another responsibility that y'all supposed to have. And you can kiss my ass if you The kitchen in the bedroom. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, Scarface. No. Mm. I'm like a barefoot but, friend. But you but um honestly I can say my wife can't do none of them shits either. Can I can iron because we have a steam iron and all I gotta do is wave the wand on it and it irons the shirt perfectly fine. If I put an iron in your hand and say iron this shirt, could you do? I said a steam. We got a steam iron with a wand. If I put an iron in your hand and gave you a shirt and say, can you can you press this for me? Could you do it? Yes, I could press the wrinkles in that shit and burn it. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Extra starch, please. Yes, I can. I can do that, but I'd rather take it and tumble it in the dryer while I stand there thirty, forty-five minutes. I need a fucking shirt. Wow. I'm sorry. This country. No. Can you believe this coffee? Yes. It's, it's, uh, I do. This Um, Just as more modern men are unable to complete traditional male tasks. Well, let's not get into that. New research no. shows Generation uh, 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 Y women no. can't do the chores their mothers and grandmothers did daily. That's right. Because I work. Yep. Yeah. This this is about y'all. This isn't about us. That's why we, the article didn't go into detail, apparently. Is this written by a dude? Why didn't they go into detail? They were, they were like, fuck that Look, part. That part, that part about this situation is irrelevant. We're talking about them right now. Yeah, like, I'm sure he doesn't cut the grass. What does that have to do with this kitchen? Um, I know, right? Only 51% of women aged under 30 can cook a roast, compared to 82% of baby boomers. Baking lamingtons? What is that? I have no is idea. a dying art with 20% of Gen Y capable of whipping up the Aussie classic down from forty five percent for period previous generations. Well, that's just not fair. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't even know if I want to eat whatever that was. No. That didn't even sound delicious. No, it didn't. Uh, social researchers Mark McGrindle said women of today tend to be busier, juggling more roles, and are quite prepared to compromise a bit of the homemade just to save some time. Yes, sir. They also have a lot of disposable income compared with their moms and their grandmothers. So buying a cake mix or lamington's ready-made is not a big deal. Hell no. What the fuck is a ready-made lamington? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I've never heard of this shit. I don't know. It must be similar to the cake mix because I don't care what nobody says. I made a damn cake from scratch and that shit's like $20. Hell no. I'm buying a 
saying cake mix and making it because at the end of the day your ass got crumbs. As as the baker in this as the baker in this house, I will say making a cake from scratch is fucking time consuming and a and complete waste of time. Yeah, and it's usually it usually comes out very dry. So it's it's a complete waste of time. Just get a box. You straight. Traditional skills outside the kitchen are falling by the wayside. With Generation Y women woefully behind their older counterparts, the study by McGrindle Research found only 23% can grow a plant from a cutting when 78% of older women say this is a breeze. Well, damn, that's plant. You know how I feel about plants. So you can't grow a plant either? Hell no. Roger Mama gave me some, um, what you call those things? Um, crap, I can't think of the particular plant it is, but it goes, it grows back every year. And I'm glad it does because I don't watch it. I don't look at it. I don't glance at it. I, I could give a damn. Yeah. Here, I here. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, a lamington is a sponge cake. I looked it up. Well, why didn't they say sponge cake? Yeah. No wonder no one can make it. They didn't. Oh, this is a fucked up study. I guarantee half the women could make it, but they was like, what? A, a lemon? Um, I guess I can't make that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. SpongeBob cake? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we live in a throwaway culture where rather than repair something, we buy a new one, even if it's just a matter of darning holes or sewing on buttons. As such, many women have lost their, their these skills, and if we do want something repaired, women today are more likely to take it to their local dry cleaner because they are busy and can't afford it. Hell yeah. Uh, dra- driving manual cars is also on the decline, with just 40% of women under 30 possessing the skill compared to 71% of older women. That's because all the cars were shifts. You didn't have a choice. Yeah. You yeah. had to learn. I don't want to shift. Damn that. Left, right, no, one foot at a time. I, I can't take that. I well, can't. anyway, y'all need to get y'all shit together. I don't know what's wrong with y'all women. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, it ain't that, nothing that y'all can do. I mean, that y'all can't not do. So why why uh, I, I, just give it to her? I mean, men can take care of this shit, too. You want your button fixed? Nigga, go take that shit to the store. Get that shit fixed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're just proving the point. Yeah, I'm, because it's not no, the fact I'm that doing, we should take it to the store. No, the, the point, point is, is that shit. if there's something wrong with it, why the girl got to be the only one that can fix the shit? The man can do that shit too. Because it's the job. But y'all have to your job to cut the fucking grass to go out and do that shit. I do cut the grass when I feel like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, now if you would have read Steve Harvey's book, you know you have to trick him to cut the grass. Everybody knows that. Black men ain't shit. <laughs> Steve Harvey said so. He cheated on all his women, so all black men do it. That's I'm sorry. That's the way it works. I wish wish it was different, ladies. Anyway, uh, police say mom killed her own kids. Wow. Yeah, she's Generation Y. You know what I'm saying? Y'all losing y'all skills. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. With a 38 caliber revolver, she bought five days before. Julie Schnecker. Oh, that's a name. Schnecker? <laughs> Shoot a nigger. Uh, shot her 13 year old son <laughs> twice in the head oh. as they drove home from soccer practice Thursday evening. Now, I blame that on the kid because, wow. first of all, everybody that plays soccer is a pussy. If he would have been playing football, he'd still be alive today. Right, because he would have had to put some man on that situation and be like, bitch, you better put that fucking gun down. Like, he would have had some man on it. And Big Ben would have took no for an answer. Hell no. Mm -mm. He probably would have still had his helmet on. Mm -hmm. Um, 
<laughs> she then parked the family's SUV in the garage of the new Tampa home, went upstairs and shot her 16-year-old daughter in the back of the head and in the face as she did her homework on the computer. Damn. What the fuck was her problem? Like, the daughter was actually doing homework and shit. Like, that doesn't sound like a bad kid. And wow. I mean, in the, in the, you know, he was playing soccer, so I mean, I'm, I don't know any, like, nefarious activity that goes along with soccer. So, I, could, I wouldn't say that he would was any bad, yeah. bad either, so like, she just decided to just... I mean, was was there a talk screen? Like, what the fuck was this bitch on? Right. Here's what, here's what the article says. Karen, you gonna say something? Yes, and my thing is this, and maybe this is just my perspective. This is a prime example of a woman who never should have had kids. Yeah. Because yeah. what people what people fail to realize is that kids ain't no joke. They ain't nothing to play with. They stressful. They're very time-consuming. I'm not knocking kids, but you have to have a special personality to raise a child. And people have kids, and they snap one day, and they be like, I've had enough. Y'all niggas gotta die. So they just come home and start shooting everybody. Well, here's what she told investigators. Uh, she killed her children because they talked back, they were mouthy, and she was tired of it. Now, wow. this, is why I, this is why I advocate ass whoopings. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you will not hear... My man that whooped his kid, whooped that uh, his cut his nephew for being on Facebook, acting like a gangster. You won't hear about him shooting this little motherfucker, cause this little motherfucker is scared of him. You know, like that. You don't have to keep whooping their ass all the way through life, but you whoop them enough. You no, know, not abuse. You whoop them enough growing up. There's like a little reflex in your brain that's like, oh shit, I'm not gonna step the mom right now. She got the whooping look on her face. And all that, that oh shit, my mama crazy as hell. I know I'm tiring over her, but this little bitch, she's crazy enough to whip my ass and bring me to my knees. Yeah. You know, and, and my thing is, like I said, this is a punk parent, because there are a lot of punk parents out there that really don't really know how to be parents, and they want to be their children's friends. And then when, guess what, your kids talk to you like they talk to their friends, this is the situation you end up with. Wow. And it's sad. Yeah, they said she showed no remorse. Damn. And yeah, so she was, I, I mean, look, a few preventative ass women would have saved everybody's life in this situation. Yes, it would have. That's three wasted lives right there, because you know she going to jail forever. Ever. And they, they better not be up in the courtroom talking about, but she lost her kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel, feel sorry for her. Fuck that. You I killed say, kill the bitch. Yeah. Kill her. Fry. Fry that chicken. Um, <laughs> how, how a spot of morning passion can make you glow all day long seeking a healthy boost to kickstart your day look no further than the bedroom adults who make love first thing in the morning apparently not only feel more upbeat for the rest of the day but also benefit from a stronger immune system so I think Karen I'm, I'm coming out with a cold yeah <laughs> 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 Yeah. Reese, <coughs> feel a tickle in my throat. Uh huh, that throat threw down now. Uh, uh, see, sexual, Generation Y. Look, sexual healing on deck. Yep. Generation, <laughs> Generation Y women, take care of your man in the morning. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to cook lemons. And, and, um, and, and for, in, for not for any other reason, we'll feel better. Exactly. <laughs> Research suggests that adults who begin their day this way are healthier and happier than those who simply opt for a cup of tea and some toast before heading out the door. Tea not only toast. does yes, yeah, who are these people? Uh, apparently, they're eating the shrimp. 
<laughs> spot of tea. No pussy for me. No thanks, ma'am. Um, not only, not only does it make them less likely to catch a cold or the flu, it can also improve the quality of their hair, skin, and nails. Uh, Dr. Debbie Herbert. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> have you have you ever seen um what's what's the name of the show um uh uh FX with the with the doctors the the plastic surgery? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Nip-tuck. oh man what's Nip-tuck. Yeah, have you ever seen that uh, have you watched Nip Tuck? Nah, we're not really into there's, it. But what, there's a there's a a couple of seasons in on Nip Tuck. Um, this lady comes in and she has beautiful skin, and they ask her like, "You with your age, why you know why do you look so young?" And she was she basically said, you know, TV version, but like her uh, her husband started nutting on her face. <laughs> Helped her skin out. So these chicks who run a spa decided that they go get a hookup at the sperm bank, and they will put some lavender in the sperm and make face cream out of it. And <laughs> that's why you said that it will help your skin and all that kind of stuff. That's exactly what I thought about. Ouch! Oh, no, thank Well, see that dude giving out the yoga was just trying to help her skin, Karen. That's disgusting. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Anyway, um. Having sex in the morning releases feel-good chemical oxytocin, <laughs> which that sounds way too close to oxycontin. I, I, yeah, yeah. How about some what kind of drugs do we not yeah. have on our bodies? Ew, I don't know about that one. But anyway, whatever. Which makes couples feel loving and bonded all day long. Right. Uh, Doctor Herbenick, author of the book because it feels good, <laughs> added it, it makes you stronger and more beautiful too. Morning sex can strengthen your immune system for the day by enhancing your levels of IgA, an antibody that protects against infection. And it releases chemicals that boost levels of oestrogen. That's not how you spell estrogen. No, that's o, it looks like the letter O and then estrogen. Which improves the tone and texture of your skin and hair, ladies. Mm. Oh, well then do these motherfuckers have kids? Do they not know kids get up very, very early in the morning? Well, that's why people with kids, sometimes their hair and their skin and their nails, you're like, hey, you need to sharpen it up a little bit. Now, Start with some more sex. Does he want you to do this before or after you brush your teeth and take a shower and do all that stuff? Uh, I don't know, man. He doesn't really say. I mean, I guess, you know, before before tea and crumpets, that's when it's too late. Okay. <laughs> okay. You had your tea and crumpets, you fucked up. Yeah, party over, going to work. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. It says, uh, um, an American, Jane, Jane Greer, an American marital therapist, said mornings are the perfect time to indulge because you'll probably be in a rush and the heart pounding adrenaline of spontaneous sex will anticipate, anticipate the entire experience. Now that's true. Cause like when that alarm goes off and you had to hit the snooze button, you know you gotta wrap it up, B. <laughs> it is no time to fuck around. And, and women let's don't have time. Quick. Yeah, women are like, I got to come now. Yes. Like, I can't fuck around. I got you, time limits. You got nine minutes for this next alarm go off, nigga. Then I'm taking a shower and I'm out to go. Let's 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 get the move. Uh, the you, one- you need nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm not Chris, sure I have to do nine. I mean, you know, you know, Scarfinger. I'm just, you know, I don't like to brag. You know, anyway, the women and women worried about their partner will not be willing to participate in early morning sessions may find a, a word that their partner might not want to do it. 
uh, may find it surprisingly easy to coax their man into a bout of passion. Yes, of course. That is always it, true. It, it, he never, it, it ain't <laughs> never a hard thing to coax me into anything. Seriously? <laughs> so the, and, who the fuck are these dudes? And, and then, those are, those are the, the bra and panties got a match to. <laughs> That's them. And then, from my understanding, I don't have a penis, but isn't it hard first thing in the morning for you go pee anyway? Yes, it is. It's it's solid. Is. So it's, I can put in work right there. I'd fuck, I mean, honestly, man, I'd fuck a chick at a funeral. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, is what is the? Oh, it's the morning. I'm sorry. I need this last ten minutes of sleep. No, fuck that. I'm up. Anyway, um, and, and so are you did apparently. While he sleeps, the testosterone he'll use for the upcoming day accumulates. Uh, from the time he wakes up, he has a three-hour window where he's brimming with peak levels. So that means sperm everywhere. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Peak levels? I don't know. I'm, I'm brimming with pee levels. I have to piss after, <laughs> immediately after that night. It's like, okay. Now, no lie to the bathroom. Um, fugitive surrenders to get cancer treatment. The sheriff doesn't want to pay. So this man, he eluded the Rock County authorities, authorities for six years. But he turned himself in earlier this month because he realized he needed treatment for cancer. But the sheriff didn't want taxpayers footing the bill and asked the court to order the inmate released so someone else would have to pick up the tab. Wow. Ah, ah. He was like, look, bitch, you waited too long. The expiration date is over. Don't come here expecting. I don't blame him. Don't bring your sick ass in here expecting us to pay. You come in because you found out your ass was sick. So all as, of a sudden. As a taxpayer, I'm with him. I don't want to pay for that shit. Fuck you. No. <laughs> Now, if we'd arrested you, and then you found out, that's one thing. Right. But you find out you were sick, you ain't got no health care, you ain't got no job, and you won't save your life. Hell no. This is Obama's America, okay? Now, I personally, as a person that voted for Obama, I would not mind him getting health care in prison. I don't care. Like, as long as we got him in prison, cool. We no, got money set aside. I already got three hots in a cot on me. Fuck him. Y'all yeah. would sentence this man to die? Yep. Look, look. Fuck it. He's in jail for a reason. He committed a crime. You don't get the same benefits we get out here. Sorry. That's right. Good night. Y'all have no heart. Nope. Oh, nope. Don't no have heart me. for the criminal minds. I'm the last I'm the last person with heart in America. I can't believe this. What do you mean you're the last person? You wouldn't pay for the chick's food. Yeah. Oh no no no! That's because she. That's because she was a thief. Oh, so you would take care of that's you would take criminal. care of you would take care of that one criminal who got cancer, but you right. you wouldn't take care of the, the the criminal that was hungry. Well, if she told me she had cancer, I might have changed my mind. <laughs> There's cancer is different. I'm, I'm sensitive about that. Uh, it's unclear who's going to pay for the bill, but Anthony S. Darwin, who's 30, was in surgery on Thursday, regardless. So. A doctor who initially treated Darwin at Rock County Jail testified at, a, at an emergency court hearing that he has testicular cancer and called his prognosis bleak. <laughs> uh, so he was going to die. Yeah. Oh, take the balls. Yeah. Wow. Take he, had, he had pending charges of aggravated battery, bail jumping, battery, robbery with the use of force, substantial battery, so he was putting sperm everywhere, and identify identity theft Going back to 2004, when he turned himself in in January 10, 
Oh yeah, fuck yeah. him. Yeah, fuck that guy. So that dude dies because you guys. Yep. You know, that, look, it's my taxpayer money. I should, I, you know, I should have some say what happens with it. First they came for the criminals, and I did nothing. <laughs> All right, man. Court rejects judge uh, judge's assertion of child pornography gene, G E N E gene, like DNA. Wow, child pornography gene. Federal appeals court in Manhattan overturned a six and a half year sentence in a child pornography case on Friday, saying the judge who imposed it improperly found that the defendant would return to viewing child pornography because of an as yet to be undiscovered gene. Like a DNA? Right. Like, yeah, like they haven't discovered the child porn gene, but your ass got it. Six and a half years. What? What? Right. Uh, to quote Chris Rock, whatever happened to crazy? <laughs> like, why can't, I mean, what, whatever happened to just saying, yo, this motherfucker is crazy. That's why he's going to go back to the child porn thing. A gene? Seriously? Yeah. Like, without, all right, without very expensive, um, gene therapy and gene mapping and all of that kind of shit on everybody there's no way to prove that there's a child pornography gene right right so i mean whatever happened to crazy like yo this motherfucker's gonna do it again because he's crazy and he likes fucking with kids like what what other explanation do you need i don't know yeah, yeah all they gotta do better. is bring back lobotomies cure cut his brain now <laughs> Man, you guys are brutal <laughs> You want, you want the cancer man to die? You want to cut the brains off of these child pet predators? I say you just put a camera in there and make them take that test and they will know. <laughs> no, but he passes the test, then we let him go. Uh, let's see. It's a, if it is a gene you are born with. It's not a gene you can get rid of. He said before he sentenced Gary Cossey in December 2009. Uh, Three-judge panel in United States, United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit said in the ruling of the defendant's appeal it would be impermissible for the court to base its decision on of recidivism on this unsupported theory of genetics. Now I'm not talking down to you Sharon but recidivism is when <laughs> I'll just fuck with you. I'll fuck with you. Um, judge, judge F. No, I'm Amaria, pretty sure she doesn't know what that means. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't. I'm looking like, yeah, what does it do? Oh, okay. How do you spell it? Because, yes. look, I got my iPod right here. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. Recidivism just means you're going to do that shit again. That's all it means. Okay, thank yeah. you. So, yeah, Karen I didn't like, know. I was like, Karen, explain it, damn it. I just did not want to have an argument. I, no, Karen, are we going to talk after this? I don't want to have to stop the show. No, we don't, we don't need to talk. All right. So, um, anyway. Judges, they, they put all the judges' names in there. Rule that sentence relying on findings not supported in the record seriously affects the fairness, integrity, and public reputation of judicial proceedings. So, they basically let him go. Now, if he does shit again, what do we say? <laughs> like, like, what, what do we say? Like, oh, maybe we do need to do some research. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. But we've seen to catch a predator, and that's all I need to prove that uh, these motherfuckers can't help themselves. That's right. Like the second time you meet Chris Hansen, yeah, you got a problem. Now I know you do watch that. How often do you see repeat offenders? Oh uh, man, I would say every show I've seen at least has one. Yes. Like in the summer, one dude was like three, four times. He was terrible. Like man. if you walk in and you say, "Oh shit, what's up, Chris?" <laughs> Your ass has been doing this a little too much. Yes. You're doing yes, too much, son. Sir. Um, 
Let's see. Judge, no more plastic surgery or tattoos. This is the last article. Beaumont, Texas, a judge in Beaumont has barred a woman from getting more tattoos or plastic surgery until she repays $15,000 to the government. Tamraka McGriff in September pleaded guilty to the theft of public money. McGriff was sentenced Wednesday and faces up to a year in prison. Uh, Investigators say the case involves social security funds that McGriff was no longer eligible to get for her disabled son after he was enrolled in a state-funded residential program. Uh, Beaumont Enterprise reports McGriff also must do 240 hours of community service and cannot handle public money in her job as the Bureau at the Beaumont Independent School District Transportation Coordinator. Uh, spokeswoman Jesse Hayes says McGriff is not allowed to sign purchase orders. Uh, full details of McGriff's tattoo and plastic surgery were not immediately available. So, basically, she was taking... This money that was for her son's social security funds and getting tattoos and plastic surgery. Well, so just, just, go I, ahead, Sherry. I say as her punishment, bring her ass somewhere and have all them shits removed with no anesthesia and take out all her plastic surgery shit. No anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I say take it further and let's uh, rape her. Why not? No, fuck it. <laughs> We're going all out. I wouldn't say that. The only the, I the only problem that I would see the only problem that I would see with reversing those procedures is that costs money too. The point is, oh, yeah, she, took all this, she took all of this money to do this. Shit. Um, I think I don't even know what the fuck could you do to this chick. What are we? I mean, she already had the work done, right? Yeah. So telling her she can't have no more is like okay. Well, she has to re- she has to repay fifteen thousand dollars, and I think that she should have to pay to have them removed. Well, I think they should just sit her in a tub of rubbing alcohol until the, the ink comes out on its own. <laughs> I mean, it might take a couple uh, months. They should make her tattoo. Oh, they should make her get one tattoo of five star chick across her forehead. And- oh yes, <laughs> the ice cream. Can she get the ice cream Gucci man on one side of her face? And then that the penis that looks like it's coming on the other side of her face. Oh. And, and and get the T pain on her chin. Yes, get the T. Yes, I like get more tattoos, bitch. <laughs> We're gonna make you unemployable. Uh huh. Anyway. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of the Black Out Test Podcast. Our guests were Sherry and. Scar from Scarfinger, uh, Scarcasm Live, uh, podcast. Uh, you can find the show, scarcasmlive.ning, N-I-N-G dot com. Um, and like I said, go on iTunes, search Scarcasm Live, and a lot of different types of podcasts are all under that one heading. So you'll actually be up to date on, uh, you know, all their shows, uh, if you do that. Um, and you know, it was a pleasure having you guys. You guys are awesome. And Thank I like you. your show. It was Thank awesome you for having us on. And uh, also, you know, don't forget to follow us on uh, Twitter. We're at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. And Scarfinger is at Scarfinger, all one word. And Sherry is at Sherry's Joy. Um, and also, you said, don't you want to uh, talk about, uh, what was it, the GR? Oh, um, it's GGR. It's called uh, Geeks Gone Raw. It's a, a little cool uh, co-op between um, Scarcasm Live um, my homie uh, Big Pimpin 
and uh, my homies at Geeks with Color. We're all making one group called Geeks Gone Raw so we can cross promote and be able to be a part of each other's shows and try to, you know, try to help each other out. And, and you know, if we if one of us blow up, we all blow up. And we just want to do the thing together and have some fun and record. So um, you can uh, check us out. Uh, we're starting a, a Facebook group to begin with, um, Geeks Gone Raw. And just check us out there. And information is going to be on um, the Scarcasm website and everything else. We're in the beginning stages of it, so be patient with us. But we just, you know, we're we're trying to make a, a a good, fun community to talk about a lot of different stuff. So you should come check us out now because when we get too big, we're not going to pay no attention to you. So whatever. Just, <laughs> so no, just um, just come check us out because you know we just like to talk and have some fun. Geeks gone raw. Cool, man. Well, we cool. we definitely um, you know, uh, I, I haven't listened to every podcast. I listen to Pip a little bit, but uh, you know, definitely like your, your show and whatnot, man. Y'all definitely uh, uh, you know, fun. Y'all fun. Y'all y'all are gamers. I would say more so than just than me. I kind of dabble in it, but I'm not really uh, I don't keep up on the behind the scenes and shit. Like uh, one day I not tweeted like something like. Man, EA has a lot of games. Scarfin came in like, hey, I hate to tell you this, but uh, EA just did the publishing and so and so did this and that. And I was like, oh shit. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. and thank you. Yes, yeah, so that's why <laughs> when I did my follow, I I told the truth. He said that that I made the standards high, but I told the truth. I told everybody to follow him because if you play a video game, have played a video game, or think about playing a video game, this nigga done beat it and can give you tips. <laughs> That's, that was a lot of pressure on your boy. I was like, Ooh, do, do I really want to invite that? <laughs> so. uh, and Sherry, it's been a pleasure uh, to have you on the show. Also, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I had fun. Yeah, good luck, you know, dealing with Scarfinger and the swords and stuff. You keep him away from alcohol, okay? Oh, yeah, like, no, hell no. He, mm-mm. These dudes with swords, these dudes with swords and this alcohol, it's like don't mix. feeding the Magua at the midnight, okay? They turn into <laughs> some other shit. All the stories we read about it has drinking and late night sword play. Yeah. Um, Alright, don't forget you can email the show theblackguytest at gmail.com You can call the show 704-557-0186 And you go to theblackguywhotips.com Look up on the right hand side There's a donate button, click on that Give us some money so we can uh, keep this shit going Hopefully uh, we don't run out of bandwidth before the end of the month man. We had Sarah J on, man She killed the bandwidth Yeah, she yeah that did. was a great show though Thank you, man. I went on there and looked, and that shit was in the red. I was like, oh, yeah, we don't, don't get in the red. <laughs> we only got a couple more days to make it till February, so <laughs> yeah. just please don't make me pay more. Uh, but anyway, man, thanks, guys, and uh, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah.